Welcome to the So Verve Lounge, a podcast for modern entrepreneurs that focuses on digital marketing ecosystems for small businesses. Join your host, CEO and marketing director, Stephanie Rubio, as she brings you marketing tips with a shot of Cafe Con Dulce. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the SoVerve Lounge. My name is Stephanie Rubio. I am the CEO and Marketing Director here at SoVerve Marketing Group, bringing you this week's episode. And today, I want to have a little bit of a convo with you about what is it exactly that you're selling this holiday season? And by holiday season, I really mean in the next two to three weeks. And what exactly is is it that you are going to be launching and why? So the reason why I was urged, okay, the word was urged by a couple of my team members actually to create this content piece is because we had a conversation um some of my team members and I about what we were seeing on social media and how we were seeing uh, different industries kind of move and, and what folks were doing as far as getting ready for the holidays. Now, this is going to be specifically geared for service-based businesses. However, um, this can apply to some product-based businesses as well, but primarily service-based. And I say this because a lot of product-based businesses, when they are launching new products around this time of year, they are doing it very intentionally. They have taken months and months to test product, to work with manufacturers, designers, with sales team members, even finance uh, departments within their organization. They've hired accountants, etc. There's this huge process to creating a product if you're choosing to launch that in the holiday season. But if you're a service-based business, I've noticed, and a lot of my team members have noticed too, this gigantic urge to want to create something new when you really don't have to. And so I want to really have a conversation about going back to the data. Okay, going back to your sales, not only your sales from this year, right, those first six to nine months, but also going back to your sales in quarter four and three of the previous year, right? And then there's really six specific things that we really need to identify in order to determine what it is that you're, you are going to be and really should be selling this holiday season as a service-based business owner and provider. So one of the things that I feel is so important is this, the data and why I always go back to it. Really, at the end of the day, there's there's this sense of I don't want to waste my time, specifically during the holidays. One of the things that you don't want to be doing around this time of year is doing work that is meaningless to you, that is meaningless to your audience, and that really doesn't offer anything. And when you're sitting here creating all new products and all new things, it's a lot of time and it's very time consuming when in reality, you really need to be going back to what is it that your audience wants to begin with and just give them more of that, 
Does that make sense? And really just take the the, the busyness out of it, you know, bundle, pro, bundle services, if you will, bundle um, chats that you've had as far as, you know, webinars, masterclasses, there's just so the tactics behind what you really need to be doing. It's really not that difficult. And I think a lot of people are making it more difficult by thinking to themselves, oh, so and so is launching a course or so and so is launching a masterclass or so-and-so is launching this new product and I should be too and I should be doing this because Susie over here is doing it as well. And that's really not the case, okay? At the end of the day, data is gonna be dictating to you what it is that you need to be doing and you need to really pay attention. So one of the things that I encourage you to do is to look at any campaigns that you've ran in the previous year and even in the last nine months. So if you have done any kind of advertising, whether it's a small ad it, or a large campaign or any kind of launches, whether it was an event that you launched, whether it was a product that you launched, a service that you launched, and really look at how that performed and identify um all of those together, list them out. If you have good reporting that can uh, really break this down for you, that's even better. Um, but really take that data and identify which campaign did the best. And then look at all that that campaign entailed. Look at how you launched that product. Look at how you launched that campaign. Was it because you did um, seven to 15 emails? Was it because you were emailing your, your list? every day? Was it because you weren't emailing them every day? Was it because your tone in the email was more informational than sales driven? Was it because you had brought on an influencer to assist you in the campaign? Was it because you had partnered with a specific service, uh, another service member? There are so many details to um, the launch of a campaign and you really need to go back to the data and then determine which campaign did the best in that amount of time and why. Okay. The second tip that I have is look at your marketing channels. Okay. We talk a lot about diversifying your marketing mix here at Suburb. It is something that I have discussed until I have been blue in the face with my audience. And this is why, this is why this part is important because if you're only focusing on one channel, you will never really know if you would have been successful in another um, channel and you're really kind of confined to that one thing. It's like wearing only a certain color all year round. Why would you want to do that for to yourself? It just, it makes no sense. Um, so and, and here's what I think. I think it's so, I, I always think it's funny when there's a lot of gurus that will tell you, oh, you should stick to this channel and they teach only on that channel, but then you see their ads on other channels, which I think, or you see them um, pitching um, things like a podcast or pitching um, collaborations with YouTubers or influencers that work with other channels. I just, there's ways to for you to be involved in other channels without necessarily integrating your business into that channel, if that makes sense. But at the end of the day, being there is important. 
Okay. And this can actually be evident in people, you know, just getting creative and using other, other networks. I, I know Snapchat for a while was just that one network where people were like, Ooh, do I really want to do that? Do I not? And people just kind of looked at it as an option. Um, the same can be said for a platform like Anchor. Um, a lot of podcasts were kind of birthed, if you will, from that experiment. And a lot of us um, kept going where a lot of people just decided, um, oh, it's not really worth my time. I don't want to do this. Um, so it's, it's worth the effort to kind of at least explore other channels. And then all the channels that you are involved in, if you're involved in more than one, you really want to look at where that engagement has gone. So if you have the high, a higher engagement rate and organic engagement rate versus that paid, um, engagement, um, in the in the different channels that you're involved in, um, as far as the advertising that you do there, you really want to note that you want to say, okay, so I am getting, you know, more traffic to the site from this channel, this is a higher refer, I'm getting, you know, um, uh, I'm growing the network better here, and I'm growing the community better here, uh, you want to kind of make that notation. And then there's also those channels where you're just specifically just more comfortable in. And I do notice that too, I notice that a lot on channels like Instagram, where people just feel more comfortable there. And that's totally understandable. But is the channel doing something for your business? Is it really making a dent on your business? Or are you just really having a ton of conversation and just spending a lot of time? So you really want to look at, okay, so even though I have this massive network, am I really, is this channel or really affording me what I'm looking for. So this actually is is a situation that we've gone through ourselves here at Soverve. So um, the Soverve community on Instagram has always been amazing, but at the end of the day, our ideal clients are in other networks. And so you have to really take into consideration channels where you're at because they're, they, they pose a good, you know, they, they pose good collaborative opportunities with other, um, you know, colleagues that you may have and industry pros versus where you really are going to be doing the nitty gritty of your advertising um, and really presence. Okay, so really take that into consideration. The third thing that you really then want to look into um are the campaigns that didn't really do well. Um, so as, as you're looking at the campaigns that did the best, you also want to look at the campaigns that um, didn't do as well. And then you also want to make a note at the one, at the why. Okay, because as, as much as we want to look at the ones that did well, you also want to take note of the ones that didn't do so well. Um, in last week's episode, we kind of um, had a conversation with you about things that you really need to be doing in order to be successful this holiday season. And one of those things that I mentioned was scheduling out your advertisement um, campaigns on platforms specifically like Facebook, where you can schedule those ads and why that's important to do it early, because you want those ads approved and ready to go on the day that you intend them to go out on. So missing that those deadlines and having those ads 
scheduled late can actually pose a threat to your overall campaign deliverance, right? And so, or deliverability, if you will. So what you want to do is you want to make sure that you know, okay, this campaign didn't do so well because oops, we forgot to schedule that late or this didn't get done or this didn't get proved in time or this, we didn't get the approval that we needed from this individual on a timely basis. So there's so many different reasons why a campaign can actually fail and you want to make a note of that. Okay. The uh, fifth, uh, fourth thing that you really want to look into are those high sale sellable or sales products, if you will. So the best selling products and services that you have in your repertoire or of service meant of uh, menu of services. So if you had a service that sold out or, you know, you had to wait list a certain service, um, then you want to go ahead and you want to jot that down. You want to make sure that you look at then your numbers and your books and you, you, you need to be doing this on a weekly and monthly basis anyway. Um, but if, in case you don't, you really want to kind of start paying attention and, and, and again, making note of, okay, this is what I need to be doing more of because apparently this sells out the best. Okay. So that's really one of the reasons why you want to look at that. Again, one of the things that people do is and, and a lot of people will say, well, I don't want to, to do a sale on my highest ticket item, but this is necessarily not your highest ticket item. And again, there's ways to um, go about, if you will, um, compiling a, a good sales strategy for the holidays in order to drive more sales. And if you are not subscribed to our email list, I recommend that you do because we're going to continue to have conversations specifically to those of you who joined our holiday resource guide uh, list so that you can continue to um, increase your sales this holiday season. You can get more information on that at a soverveholiday.com where you can just sign up you'll receive um a wonderful gift from us here the team at soverve and then we're going to continue to have that conversation with you because there are things that you can do in order to avoid having to um put put that that uh, sales uh sticker if you will on a, a product um and still drive in more sales okay that's number I lost track. I mean, it's number four. <laughs> um, and then number five is to look at your top purchasing uh, customers. So people that um, are clients, right? So people that have purchased from you religiously in the last, not only the last year, but also in the last nine months, you really want to jot their information down. You want to pay attention to who these individuals were and how you can continue to serve them. Okay. This is where, um, again, some of those sales strategies are really going to come into play because you do not want to forget these specific individuals this holiday season. They will typically be the ones, okay, they're the what we call the lifers. They're the ones that really drive in referrals, word of mouth. They are vital to your success, not only in the holiday season, but also as we roll into the new year, okay? And then really the final 
tip is you really want to look at what it is that you like to do, what it is that you want to do. Because even if you had a service that was a wonderfully sought out, people just wanted more of, and you were doing great, you crushed all the sales goals. If you did not enjoy doing that, why are you going to host a massive sale on that specific service? It makes absolutely no sense. Again, the holiday season is not a time to burn out. It is not a time to want to just make all this money and just be completely miserable, not have the right team or the right individuals in order to um, get the work done, really. So you really want to think of all of these things before you move forward. Okay, so I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you heard little pitter patters in the office, you know who that is. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your morning. Thank you for spending it with me these 15 minutes. As always, if you have any questions, you can DM us on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter, or you can leave us an email, shoot us an email at hello at sober.com, and we will be happy to reply to you. Have a wonderful week and we'll talk next time. Bye.